Hello and welcome to the pilot episode of Unpick, a podcast where I interview real people about their real wardrobes in order to help me create fake wardrobes for fake people. I'm Sarah McClintock, costume designer, artist and general nuisance. And with me today we have... Colin, if you want to introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Colin. Um, I'm, I'm American. I'm 28. I'm non-binary. What up? Interview this episode. Costume designer. Um. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to talk to me on such short notice. Um. This went from seed of an idea to <laughs> oh, okay. We're so so we're doing this within about half an hour. Um. And I'm really grateful that you were available and willing to talk to me. Um. So, in just in as many words as you are comfortable with, tell me about yourself. Yeah. Tell me a bit about your life, um, who you are, what you do, what you like, anything you feel like telling me. Okay. Well, um, I've I've been out of school and in the the quote unquote professional world for a, a hot minute now. Um, uh, I, I got a degree in fine arts, uh, which explains why I now work as the manager of a gourmet uh, deli grocer sandwich shop kind of place. Um, I, you know, I, I also work at a brewery. Uh, I live in um, uh, the mid-Atlantic region of the United States, so uh, uh, fairly temperate. Uh, it gets pretty hot in the summer and pretty cold during the winter. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I like being comfortable, uh, and I don't like hats, and I have to wear a phone for work, and I hate it. In the brewery? Uh, well, at, uh, at the the deli because it's oh, it has oh, to yeah. follow health code. So yeah, and also you know uh, I've got uh, I've got side hair. I've you know uh, I've got about shit like ten or twelve inches of hair that is just on the top of my head, and then the rest of my hair is very very buzz short uh so i can't i can't scare all the old ladies coming in looking for uh you know double cream brie with my um with my gay hair <laughs> yeah you, you can't you can't let it roam free free and wild <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i, I can every, yeah, every time you post a selfie i'm like yeah <laughs> and so yeah you mentioned temperature and hats what in general do you where day to day just yeah tell me a bit about your wardrobe um so uh i i do prefer briefs i like a I like a nice fitted underwear um i'll start with there uh oh right okay <laughs> i i was thinking briefs as in like brief me on this thing yes i i just have uh, um i've got brief a me yeah i've got a suitcase just in front of my my uh, my bits at all times you know that's just how i roll um uh usually i wear you know um a t-shirt uh um like skinny jeans or the khaki version of skinny jeans um uh shoes that I've been going with lately uh I've got like a regular I've stopped wearing tennis shoes because I tear the shit out of them um like it for a while I was buying a pair of Converse like every four to six months just because that's I would just ruin them 
Um, and the like the past like year, year and a half, two years, I've switched to I have like an actual pair of dress shoes that I just wear as like regular shoes, and then um, uh, if it's like bad weather or for work, I have a pair of um, uh, like ankle high boots that I wear that um, have shown no signs of wear so far, which is very nice. Uh, but yeah, if it's not made of leather, I'll just it'll rip apart on me, and that's great. Um, uh, I'll, I'll layer a lot if it's any amount of cold. Um, so like, you know, I have, I've got a couple of track jackets that I'll wear. Um, I've got a couple of hoodies. Fun fact, I didn't know how to wear a hoodie until like three or four years ago. What, what did you, how did you wear it? Okay. So, you know, there's, um, uh, there's like two ways to wear a hoodie. There's the uncool way where you look like an extra in a really bad, like historical fantasy, like television show or like shitty movie where like you have the hood pulled all the way up so that it's kind of like cupped on the back of your head and there's that little peaky nubbin that's like right on the crown of your head and then like the rest of the hood just kind of like flares out like you're um i don't know you're you're about to go rob a tavern or uh you know be a highwayman um and it just i think god if it looked really bad so i never wore hoodies for a long time because i couldn't figure out how to wear a hoodie that didn't make me look like a Robin Hood extra. Um, and so they were just I mean, kind of like a, a sit around the house kind of thing. The cool way to wear a hoodie, though, and <laughs> and I figured this out uh, while watching Attack the Block because everyone in there is wearing hoodies and they all look very cool. Um, and that that's you have to like just kind of balance the hoodie like like the the edge of the hood like right on like the top of your head. So it falls like directly in front of your ears because that's it gets enough traction on your head that it won't fall down, but also it it you know it doesn't impede your vision and it also you don't look like like you're heading off to the LARP or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because that makes sense to me. Because for ages I could never really wear hoodies because my hair was always in like a high bun or a high ponytail on the back of my back, back on the back of my head just to like get it out of my face. And so like the hood never it was always just like hooked onto my hair and couldn't really do anything and then I cut my hair really short and I was like oh when there's nothing <laughs> sticking out the back of your head hood hood good the hood is the good hood um, hood very good <laughs> hood very good so like thanks to you know John Boyega for teaching us all those life lessons from Attack of the Block which I <laughs> still haven't seen all of I'm really sad about that yeah, I mean the, really yeah I mean the important thing is just you know you have to get a katana so you can kill the aliens or whatever um yeah, the, the only line that I've seen from that is "Stay home, watch Naruto," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I will." Yeah, haven't, haven't, haven't done that either. <laughs> it's okay. You've been you've been very very caught up with Yu-Gi-Oh. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm caught up with Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, I've just I've been doing my eyeliner so extravagantly <laughs> since I've been watching Yu-Gi-Oh. I've I'm seen. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You got to bring back yeah. that Yu-Gi-Oh goth. That's 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 the thing. Oh my god, I'm bringing back Yu-Gi-Oh goth. Um. Uh, and then besides that, uh, and then like outerwear, uh, I've got like a really old, like military jacket that the sleeves are currently splitting off of. Um, I've got, uh, I've got a women's cut peacoat because princess cuts the best cut. Uh, and I don't understand why I can't get, it's, it's dumb that you can't get princess cut in like, for like a, a male like jacket or something. Cause that's not flattering. Male male jackets aren't flattering. They're like it's like putting a box over yourself. It's it's horrible. Um, yeah, from my experience of 
pattern cutting sort of the the whole ethos with women's pattern cutting is that there's a big dart up the front to accommodate it for a boob um and then they usually take all that rim and transfer it into the princess line um seams at the front and then just yeah for a men's pattern cutting it's like right here's this box (laughs) in some ways i'm like god so much this is this is really easy but i'm like it's not so not it's not as there's not as many things I can do with the shape of, like, a man's... I mean, I can add a... <sighs> it troubles me. Yeah. It troubles me that there are two separate pattern-cutting books for men's and women's. <laughs> okay, so, like, great example. Uh, I went and I had a, a friend of mine got married a couple weeks ago. And so, like, a, a month or so ago, I was like, I only have black suits. Black suits are... I'm tired of black suits. I need a not-black suit. And so I went out to get a new suit. And which means that, you know... My other option was, uh, like, pastel pink or just, like, navy blue. So I, I went with blue. Um, but, like, uh, you have, like, the, the, like, classic style cut of a suit where I guess it's got, like, um, it's got, like, two vents, like, along the back of the side. Um, and that's just, like, oh, God, it feels like you're wearing a sack. And if you don't have, like, massive legs, then you just look like, I don't like, you look like a really weird popsicle, like, just, like, a... a fucking wool popsicle and i hate it um and then there's like the american style which i guess is like a, a center vent and that's no good either like it, the, they're just all like too big and drapey and whatever and like thank god that you know express and h&m exist where they have like slim cut suits and stuff but then it's just it's not like they're the, like it's just like they're they're like taking like the dart or the vent or whatever that would be there and just making it really really small so just everything's tight instead of like trying to make a, a small fitted suit that actually has room to like move around in yeah do you find that like the shop will whatever shop you're shopping at will have its color palette for that season and then there will be nothing else <laughs> outside those like four colors that they want you to wear and only those things oh yeah yeah like uh i was I forgot what store it was, but, like, they had, um, like, tons of different, like, blues and purples and reds and, and like, that. Because I guess that's the, that's what we're going with for spring this year is, like, cool, warm colors or whatever. I don't know, fucking, it's been too long since I did color theory. I don't know what the proper term is. Uh, But uh, I was like, yeah, I just want, like, a green shirt. And, like, in every single store, they had two different greens uh, one a very light pastel green and one a, a slightly darker pastel green. And that's that's it for green shirts this year, I guess. That's all you get. Yeah. Thanks, corporate America. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm quite interested in the military jacket and pea coat that you mentioned earlier as outerwear. Yes. Uh, so Come, the military yeah. jacket is a 1970s uh, U.S. Navy deck jacket. Um like an original one yes uh let me grab it um because it's right behind me um so nice paint me a word picture yes uh so i live in a coastal military town uh so there's a ton a ton ton of military surplus stuff uh so this is uh it is an olive green jacket um it's got like a um oh man is it synthetic or is it natural uh uh, man, this thing is almost completely worn out. It's got, like, a tag in the back, but it's, like, so worn out. Uh, so, like, the outside is, like, a, um, uh, uh, 
man, like kind of like a, a thick cotton. Uh, the uh, and I can I can tell this because it has so many rips on it now. It's got like like almost kind of like a meshy like uh, um, cotton like underlayer, and then it's mm. lined with wool on the inside or fleece or something. Um, but it's uh, it zips up the middle. Uh, it's got like a, a normal kind of collar. Uh, it it falls to about like a little bit above my hips, um, and uh, it also buttons up. It's got a pocket that I've covered with pins. Uh, I inherited it from my brother, who wore the crap out of it uh, working as an electrician. So it's got a lot of like grease stains on it um and basically both the sleeves are s- like split from the uh the elbow to the wrist at this point and i really need to replace it um yeah it's got a, a couple little cinching buckles like on the sides that i never use uh and it looks like it's begun to develop like a crease um right above the butt uh which i don't know I'm why kind of, <laughs> i'm kind of I'm kind of in love with it in a way like stuff that has just feels like it has history is really attractive to me I'm sound like I'm flirting with your jacket I'm sorry <laughs> uh, um, and uh, I guess I guess to the thing we were saying about cuts earlier is I guess uh, the the really nice thing about this jacket is like it isn't it is, like it's definitely like thick um, and like it looks bulky and like a little rectangular and angular but it's got a really nice like fit to it like it's it's uh it's it tapers a little bit because i guess it's it's supposed to go to your natural waist so like it has like a nice form that you know uh unlike you know if i were to like go to like a oh man like i've got a like a modern like winter jacket and that thing is fucking boxy as hell it doesn't have any shape to it it makes me look like a fucking like a big black marshmallow (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um and then the pea coat, which is also right behind me. Uh so I got this at a thrift store when I was 17. Um uh when I was like, "Oh, you know, I I'm I'm a small and uh m- the men's section clothing never fits me. Oh, I you know, I'll you know, I'm a young person uh looking to go into art uh i'll be subversive and i'll buy you know a a women's coat because that'll fit me better <laughs> not really like saying oh it's because you're non-binary idiot is the reason that surprise. you're yeah surprise um the non-binary was inside you all along. i know uh but this is like it's like a charcoal gray uh wool pea coat um it's lined with like pinstripe silver suiting um, I've also got some pins on the lapel. It's got like a really cute um, like collar that kind of flares out a little bit, and like the oh man, um, so like the the collar kind of flares out, and then the lapel kind of flares out too, um, in a way mm-hmm. that like if you lay it flat, uh, they kind of cross over each other, and it kind of looks like a weird like pelican mouth. Um, uh, it's. It's buttoned, so it looks double-breasted, but it's not. Uh, and it's got, like, a nice princess cut to the back with just, like, a simple, like, little band that just kind of goes, like, uh, from where, like, my shoulder blades would be to, like, just kind of, like, give it, I don't know, the appearance of structure back there. Um, but it's very warm, and I love it. I, want, I hope this isn't too intrusive a question. Um, don't 
feel like you have to answer this if you don't want to, but how, like, wealthy would you say you are? What kind of class are you? Um, I was raised uh, middle class. I wouldn't... Oh, man. Um, I grew up in kind of the middle of nowhere. Uh, we, we grew up in, like, like suburban rural area outside of like a moderate sized city uh like the 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 city that i grew up near was like i think has a population of like a hundred thousand people right now um and we lived about 15 to 30 minutes outside of it uh in kind of like little little pockets of neighborhoods that were surrounded by like farms and like like cattle ranches and that kind of stuff um, and so like property is pretty cheap out there. Uh, it was well known for like when my parents moved there as being like a great place for young couples to move to and like start families and raise kids and that kind of stuff. Um, and like my, so like, uh, my dad made decent money and up to making pretty good money, like not like, um, not like CEO money or anything, but like we've been comfortable our whole lives. Like, you know, uh, we had like a decent house, um, uh, my parents were able to pay for my brother's college, uh, and, and I got a scholarship. So like, you know, they were, they, they were able to like, you know, help me out with like money here and there. Um, but like, oh man, I've never had expensive taste in clothing. Like if I wanted, if I wanted clothing that was expensive, it was like, I want this like hundred hundred and twenty dollar like winter jacket that is really warm and will like, uh, last a long time and case in point i got that jacket when i was 16 or 17 and i still have it and it's still it doesn't have a single hole in it it's still it doesn't like you know it's it's still just as warm when i got it so like i don't know i i i don't know if it's because of the way that my parents were raised because they both grew up poor um but like uh like i've always been one to like you know if if I'm going to go get something on a whim, I'll get it at a thrift store. If I'm going to go and spend like full price money on something, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to spend a little extra knowing that like I want it to last. Like I don't want to spend $60 on shoes at a van store and then have like the bottoms get ripped out two months later, uh, which is why I don't wear vans anymore because I destroy canvas shoes. Um, yeah, no, because that, that was the sort of the reason I asked, because I'm sort of picking up this thread of we are talking about your boots that have currently lasted you for ages and the military jacket that's been handed down and down and used since 1970-whatever and the coat <laughs> that you've had for 10-plus years and just this real emphasis and kind of desire for quality and stuff that works and lasts um, for you. Yeah. And I guess that's, oh man, that's been a frustrating thing with pants for me lately is like, oh man, like, uh, about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, I had, I had four pairs of pants, like rip on the butt side of the crotch, like within a month of each other. Oh, right. And I've never been so devastated in my life. <laughs> uh, and so, like, every – if I've gone to buy pants now, like, I will – like, part of, like, trying them on is, like, doing a squat test 
and like seeing how stressed like the the stitches like in the crotch get and that kind of stuff. And I remember I I remember finding a pair of khakis that had like a really nice like like gusset on the butt, and I was like, this is like an immediate buy. This is gonna be great. <laughs> Yeah, just like doing plies in the changing rooms, like yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. that works. Doing lunges do down like the the aisles, you know, just trying to like, is this gonna oh, pop God. on me at some point? I don't want, oh man, because I like I had these like pair of bright red jeans and I love them, but they just have this rip like straight up the fucking butt, uh, yeah. and I still I haven't thrown them out. I I keep saying that I'm gonna fix them and then I haven't. Um, but yeah. yeah. Um. I am also really curious about what kind of pins that you have on the pocket and lapels or uh, yeah. collar of so, coats. I, uh, uh, yeah. oh, when I was anime convention garbage uh, for all of college, like I would probably go to two to four conventions a year. Um, and uh, uh, very quickly, like I, I would always spend a lot of money like in artist alleys and that kind of stuff. Uh, and I very quickly ran out of room to put up prints. Um, so I, I kind of defaulted to picking pins up because most everybody made pins and like, there are nice little cool things and I could like switch them out all my clothes all the time and that kind of stuff. Uh, and I haven't switched these out in a long time. So this is, uh, the peacoat since I'll usually wear that in like, like if I'm really caring about what pins are on it, it's usually because it's a little bit more of a formal of occasion. Um, so I want to kind of like try and pair the pins to uh, the rest of the outfit. So on this one, I've got uh, two pins that are made from like uh, high quality Japanese origami paper. So like one oh. is kind of uh, pinkish. It looks like it's got uh, half a fish on it. Um, and some little white dots. Uh, and the other one is some um, uh, blue, purple, pink, and orange kind of waves as kind of like a, oh God, what's the name of that? You know, the Japanese like wave print pattern that's like, um, yeah, like, yeah. like almost kind of like scales going upward and they're just like alternating like stripes that are curved. It, it looks uh, yes. kind of like yes, that. Yes, I, 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 I have some origami paper with that yes. pattern on it somewhere. So it looks kind of reminiscent of that. And then both of them also have gold leaf um, kind of line art on them. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other one is... Uh, our, so there's this video game called The World Ends With You from like 2008. Mm -hmm. um, where it's, it was a DS game... And like you know, it's uh, uh, this weird supernatural thing where you're you're dead, and your ghost has to like play in these weird Hunger Games in uh, spiritual Akihabara or whatever. And it's all about like fashion and youth culture and all this kind of stuff. And uh, the the way the, the yeah the way the fighting in the the game works is you collect like little pins. And so, like, you'll have a set of five pins, and then you have to tap them on your screen, and they will they each have, like, a different, like, attack or an effect that they do. Uh, so I have, and the, god, the designs for those are, are so good. Like, you should definitely, like, look up The World Ends With You just for, like, the fashion design, because it has, uh, like, six or seven different, like, clothing brands in the game that uh, are supposed to de represent different like Japanese street fashion styles um, and they you know down to like they have their own pins that have their different logo style and then like different clothing and like da 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 da, -da. Uh, good times um, uh, so I have one of those on here I can't remember what the brand was but it's um 
like all of all of their pins are are sort of in the similar style. It's got this uh, background that is like a dark deep purple and then like a sunburnt orange to yellow gradient uh, with some stripes of of those two where they meet in the middle. Uh, and then over top of that is a white letter M with uh, two half circles kind of or two like um semicircular bars that kind of like go around the border of the pin around it. Um, so I yeah, guess um, whatever outfit I was wearing was very uh, uh, red or orange. Um, I don't quite remember. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at some of the pins in the fashion scenario, and this this is pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, so are these the same as the exact same as the pins that you can get in the game? To uh, yes, that one pin is literally like like uh, when that game came out. Uh, basically, uh, there were like you you couldn't take more than like five steps in an anime convention without finding somebody who had uh like like just either downloaded the the like the images of the pens or like recreated them and were just like printing them and stamping them and selling them so like just you know because people were crazy about them uh yeah (laughs) um oh and then on the military jacket uh i have a pen from my friend's band uh, a pin from an illustration magazine that I backed, and a pin from my friend's podcast, and then I also have a pin that the the like the um the cover and the art fell off, so it's just the back of the pin, but it's like rusted over and really old. Uh, it fell off Ooh. at an Anime Gucci concert in two thousand and ten uh, that I had to drive through a blizzard to get through. Oh, yeah. hard car. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's a war torn piece of yeah that's all um because like because I I know you from playing Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> pretty much so do you think that this your tastes in role playing games etc have an influence on your wardrobe oh yeah definitely um oh man uh well it's I know it's definitely the other way around um uh. Because and it's so hard for me to work it in, but like I love, like when I'm when I'm running a game, like I I love working in like just details about like you know what kind of fabrics people are are wearing or textiles or or fashion or that kind of thing to kind of help paint the picture of like the kind of culture they come from or you know the kind of person they are or that kind of thing. Um, and I guess coming out the other way, uh, oh man. Um, I, I guess, like, the amount that I, I do try and just have, like, dependable, rugged clothing that I can depend on uh, does kind of speak to, uh, um, you know, the, the general idea of, like, oh, being an adventurer and going out and, you know, walking through the woods and then hitting a goblin with a stick kind of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but... Um, I mean, I guess I did start wearing capes recently, uh, and I don't know what yeah, else. Boy. Yeah, I don't know what that else that could be except for Dungeons and Dragons and Black Panther. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I recently, uh, oh man, um, I got, uh, I got a big blanket and what my mother tells me is our clan tartan, um, and I got a uh, I got a Basotho heritage blanket. Um, from oh, yeah. uh, a, a company in South Africa uh, 
that uh like like it's um i specifically got the uh one like have you seen black panther um martin freeman's character has like a blue black and red one at one point and uh that is that is the one that i have um nice. yeah so i have both those and because i oh, you i know we had talked for a little bit because i was gonna try and make uh, uh a cloak um like the musketeer cloaks from bbc musketeers uh, mm-hmm. and man, I really wanted to do that, but God, am I lazy. Um, yeah, it's funny when making stuff takes a lot of time and effort it, and it, money. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and when you work like 50 hour weeks, uh, and you don't really have a lot of time, uh, to do things like take on a project, like making a, a giant floor length cloak. <laughs> but, um, yeah. uh, yeah, oh, so I, I, I do want to assure your mother that that clan tartan is definitively, definitely 100% your clan tartan. Because, I mean, it's not real anyway, so it doesn't work. So it's 100% authentic. Don't worry uh, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess, um, well, supposedly my brother, like, did the, the enough of the, like, like, genealogy work to prove that we have enough connection to clan Anderson that he could get a clan Anderson tattoo or something. Um so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, it's an ugly pattern, and I now love it uh, because I guess I I love ugly things now that I am no longer stressed all the time. No, wait, I'm still stressed mm. all the time. Now that I know how to deal with my stress, I like ugly things. Um, kind of <laughs> yeah. thrown off the shackles of of fine arts school. Uh, <laughs> ah, those shackles, I know them well. Yeah. Uh, still still dealing with them. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think that's going to about do it for us today. Um. Before we leave off, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, and uh, do you want to plug that pin from your friend's band, a pin from your friend's podcast? Yes. Uh, I just want to know what those are. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, so uh, you can find me at pagetish on twitter.com. Uh, that is P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H. Um, that's, that's pretty much the big thing that I'm doing right now. Uh, I'm, oh man, I'm writing a, uh, an adventure, like a, a, a D&D one shot that hopefully I'll be posting soon. Uh, I've got a, um, uh, I've got a single page RPG called Teach Dinosaurs Improv, uh, that some friends are doing some graphic design to get on like a, a physical sheet to just advertise it's it's fun uh if you want to teach dinosaurs improv um i'm working on some other stuff twitter's just the best place to follow me uh for for things until i have an actual website up uh i did do a um podcast called creature culture uh where basically me and a friend uh each episode would sit down and talk about a different like fantasy monster or creature or whatever um and then just kind of like work out like oh what what would what would these things eat what kind of clothing would they wear what kind of cheese would they make that kind of stuff um there are some really bad episodes and there are some really good episodes uh i would you know the first episode about goblins is really really good we talk about chickens and pumpkins a lot um the my friend's band is padfoot uh you can find them i think the easiest way to find them without bringing up a bunch of harry potter stuff is search padfoot va um because they're from virginia uh the u.s state uh they are 
a post-emo band is I think what they're billing themselves as or an emo revival band but they're just like they've got really really like danceable riffs uh um uh like nice kind of poetic lyrics um they're uh you know really like passionate vocal style that isn't like screamo but kind of like edges towards it like it's still just kind of like um I don't know heated singing like it doesn't get to screaming at any point which is nice for me uh but God, their oh, their riffs are so danceable. Um, and then the podcast is my friend's podcast, Bracket, um, which is uh, about creating the perfect hierarchy of all things. Basically, you know, they'll have they'll take a topic like um, uh, best fruit, and then they will make a sweet sixteen bracket of sixteen fruits and figure out what the best fruit really is. Uh, they've been God. They've been doing that podcast for like five years now. Um, so yeah, they've got a lot of content on there. I think they've done best shirt before. I, I maybe I don't know. It's hmm. impossible yes, to keep relevant. track at this point. All, it, it all connects. <laughs> um, and yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes. That's M C C Costumes. Um, and yeah, at me if you enjoyed this and if you would like to hear more of it. Um, because for me, as a costume designer, I basically what I'm doing is telling fictional characters what to wear, and I. I only really know what I wear. I don't know what other people are like. So to kind of, this podcast will be an endeavor in helping me know what other people are like and what other people wear. And to really, I think, really bring kind of diversity into my designs because I only see the world through my own lens. So if you are a person who sees the world through a lens different than mine and you're interested in perhaps being on this podcast or hearing more of this, then just at me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes, Sarah MCC Costumes, um, and just hit me up and let me know if this is something that you dig. Thank you very much for listening. And as we always say, thanks, Corporate America. <laughs> thanks, Corporate America. I love your inability to, I don't know, create clothes that look nice.